What is up, you guys? Welcome back to yet another episode of All My Single Ladies. I have missed you all. I feel like I say that every time I record these days because my schedule isn't as consistent as I want it to be, but you all, we're working on it. We are working on it, Um, but I hope you all have been doing well. Thank you so much for all of your support Um, and just for continuously tuning in and listening, but Today, I wanted to speak with you all um, about something that I guess has been, I don't want to say like a trending topic for me. Um, I mean, it has kind of been a trending topic, but just something that I feel like in the last year or so um, has been a at the forefront of my thinking when it comes to the way I live my life. And it is being that girl. So don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with being that girl. (laughs) Actually, I think being that girl is amazing. But I think we all have to check our definition of what it means to be that girl. Um, Or if you, you know, if you've heard of push and pee or whatever, like, what does that mean to you? What does that look like to you? I do think that if we aren't careful Um, It's very easy to get into a place where we're so censored and concentrated on being that girl, excuse me, on being that girl that it gets to a place where it's kind of unhealthy (laughs) and we place these unrealistic standards and um, goals for ourselves that in the long run isn't, I guess, substantial for our mental health. Um, I even want to touch on the pressures in the Christian community, um, specifically that is on women to live up to this standard of being the Proverbs 31 woman. If you are someone who is a person of faith, a woman of faith, someone who is in the Christian community, you're very familiar with the Proverbs 31 woman. Every Christian man, every Christian woman refers to the Proverbs 31 woman as the standard for women of God. Like, this is the girl, if you're going to be a woman of God, this is the girl that you need to strive to be. The Proverbs 31 woman. She is. And if you've ever taken the time to read Proverbs 31 about the Proverbs 31 woman, I myself, like, there was a season in which I was intricately studying her and studying that passage um, because I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow. I wanted to develop as a young woman, as a young Christian woman. I really wanted to um, really develop my moral character and even just (laughs) the way that I handle my everyday life, like my habits. And I just wanted to develop and be that as close to, if not the epitome of, as close to the Proverbs 31 woman, a virtuous woman, if you may, as I could be. And I I do feel that it kind of overlaps with the idea, the current idea of being that girl. Um, I think both are, I I do think they are both healthy standards um, to attain to and strive to. Um, I don't think there's necessarily anything about either one of those women, like the Proverbs 31 woman and being that girl, that is necessarily unhealthy. I would never tell someone 
do not strive to be the Proverbs 31 woman. That is so unhealthy. But, like, I would never say that because she really does attribute and attain many very valuable attributes. Like, she is a hardworking woman. She is organized and orderly. She is a God-fearing woman. She she chases after God and pursues God first in her life. Um, first and foremost, before she is a wife, she is a bride of Christ, which is... These are all amazing attributes to have. Um, you know, she's crafty. She's a businesswoman. She's getting up early in the morning. She's getting work done. She somehow is, how is managing a household and taking care of her children and her husband. And her husband can rely on her. And she's good with money. And she, listen, she is that girl of the Bible. Um, and, and, and my definition of being that girl is someone who is um you know she she just has her stuff together she is spiritually healthy she's in tune and aligned with god this is my personal definition um her her um spiritual hygiene routine in terms of spending time with god and um journaling and just being being, making sure she's aligned praying um her prayer life is very much on points she's not slacking or lacking in that area of her life being that girl is also someone who is physically healthy she is mindful of what she puts in her body she eats healthy she exercises regularly um she's not slack or lack in that she's not lazy she's not someone who succumbs to procrastination she's about her business she's mindful of her business she's working hard making money making big moves that is the epitome of being that girl to me. And like I said, none of, none of what I just listed off are bad attributes. They're absolutely amazing things and amazing attributes to try to attain to. Um, and I will say that within the past few years, um, I put, I've put a lot of pressure on myself to be that girl, to be the Proverbs 31 woman. And what I want to talk to you all today about is giving yourself some grace and being soft and kind with yourself when you aren't when you feel as though you aren't living up to those standards of womanhood of being a woman when you when you are in a stage in your life where oh my goodness I'm not exercising as regularly as I should be full disclosure I'm currently not exercising at all and I need to be and want to be um I have allowed my physical exercise regimen to really become non-existent um but does that mean because I've slacked and let up in one area of my life because I'm concentrating my attention on other things does that mean I'm no longer that girl Mm. I'm speaking to myself as I'm speaking to y'all in this moment like I I think that we have a way of downing ourselves when we aren't living up to this picture perfect um, image of what being that girl or the Proverbs 31 woman means you know I think and it's like even if you aren't someone who necessarily explicitly strives to be that girl or the Proverbs 31 woman we all have an image of what success looks like as young women and young Christian women, we all have an image of what we want to be and who we want to be 
within a certain timeline and within our 20s and within our adulthood. Um, I know I'm not the only one who thinks to themselves like, dang, I should be further along. Like I'm in my 20s. I should be in my prime. Like my body should really be snatched. Like this is my time. I don't have kids. I'm not married. This is a time that I should be my body should be banging, honey. I should have a six pack. I sh- my gym routine should be on points. My eating habits should be on points, but they're not. Like that's the reality. It's not, and they're not. I eat- <laughs> I'm working on retraining my taste buds currently, um, because your girl is a foodie, y'all. I love to eat, and I think within the past year, I focused a lot of my attention. I'm doing just what made me happy and eating food and good food and experiencing new food is one of those things that makes me happy <laughs> so I indulged and guess what she gained weight <laughs> and I spent time with my friends and I delved into different crafts like this podcast and I have another podcast and I dive, delved into um doing my makeup again and making TikToks and reels and I'm working out you know I am still balancing the working woman (laughs) being a working woman working nine to five eight to five sometimes later like I'm still balancing those things um so does that mean because I'm still trying to find balance in my life and I'm exploring and delving into different things that aren't the ideal I guess example of what that girl or the proper 31 woman is does that mean I'm just not her (laughs) and I mean it's possible it's possible that that's the truth like I'm just not there yet um but I just think it's so important for us to have grace because it's very easy and I found myself being so hard on myself when I realized like, oh my goodness, my eating habits are trash right now. And oh my goodness, I've gained all this weight. And don't get me wrong, it's happy weight, but <laughs> I'm not the size four that I was two years ago. Um, you know, and I, I, like I said, I'm supposed to be in my prime. I don't have kids. This is when I'm supposed to be shapopping. And if I'm being that girl, that girl is popping. Like she, she, her body is right and tight and I'm not there. Um, And I found myself just being very disappointed. And I do believe that my mental health took a toll. Like it took a toll on my mental, my mental health. um, Because I wasn't doing what I felt like everyone else and people who, who are, hold themselves to the standard are. Um, But I realized that, you know, there's never going to be a point in time where we are perfect. Or we're perfectly attaining every goal and every standard that's set for ourselves. Like when we have, when we, when we think about it, like we have to remember, like the, that girl and being quote unquote that girl, she's a fictional character. <laughs> and I don't know about the Proverbs 31 woman. If she was an actual woman that was talked about that they just never disclosed of her name, but she's also just a woman in a story. Like, it is okay to not be a hundred percent there all the time. There are points in my life where I sit and I look around and I think about all that I have accomplished within the past two years. When I think about where I was this time in 2020 or even 2019, in 2019, I was still in college. I wasn't making that much money. I think at this time I may have been 
um, working as a nail tech assistant and in a boutique. And I was making minimum wage, baby, $7.25 an hour. Um, And I was in school full time. And yeah, I had more time to delve into um, starting a ministry and um, pouring into that. But just where I am now in life, like I just think about all the different responsibilities I have now that is so different from where I was in 2019 or even 2020. This time 2020, let me tell you, your girl was living at her parents' house. It was the height of the pandemic. I had just recently graduated from undergrad in December of 2019. I didn't have a job yet. I remember God had told me at the beginning of that year to just be still and that he had a job for me. Then came the pandemic and nobody was working. Um, I had to leave my college apartment and move back in with my parents. If you are from Gaston, North Carolina, you know there's no job opportunities there other than being a teacher. And that's really not what God had for me. So I was at my parents' house. I was unemployed. I was begging God to be where I am today. My prayers then were very much consistent of God, please put me in a position where I'm financially stable. I don't know what it's like to have a steady income where I'm making over $1,000 each pay period. I have no idea what that's like. Um, I have no idea what it's like to pay my rent by myself, pay my car bill by myself, pay my phone bill by myself, pay all my bills and be financially independent where I'm not relying on my parents or financial aid or a refund check. I have no idea what that's like. I have no idea what it's like to be in the workplace. And I was begging God to bring me here and put me in the position that I'm currently in now. And it's like, when I look back over my life, yes, I had more time when I was at home at my parents' house, not working to exercise every day and to spend hours in my word and spend hours praying and to eat properly because my mommy and my daddy were cooking and providing food for me. I had more time then. to Yes, my hair was flourishing because I had all day to tend to my hair and make sure that it was trimmed and in many twists and deep conditioned and protein treatment. Yes, I wasn't running my own household then. But as I look back where I am now, I'm currently living on my own. I have my own place. I pay my own bills. I pay my own rent, my own insurance, my own car. I I pay my own electricity, my own Wi-Fi. And I just, I see where I am now. And then it's like, I see how I still have managed to make time to delve into my crafts, to start two podcasts. That is such an achievement for me to have a book that I'm working on, to still sometime, somehow find time for friends and have a boyfriend and still find time for him to still cook um, on a regular basis. I'm proud of myself. And I think it's okay that I may not be the fittest that I've been in all my life. I may have a little tummy. My hair may not be the healthiest that it has been before. But y'all, I've made so much progress from where I was before. And hard work and progress and success comes with a sacrifice. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to a place where I am physically healthy. I do have a workout routine and regimen again. I am eating healthy and properly. My hair is flourishing again. I will get there. But it's okay to give yourself grace for the times when you're not there yet. And that's what I wanted to speak to y'all today about, you know, every with every stage of life, 
there's going to be a major transition. Um, right now, we're single. The way that we handle and manage our life and our lifestyles now is going to be completely different by the time we get married. Because guess what? You have another person that is now a part of your life, your everyday life, your home life. And you have to work in spending time with them, cooking, eating properly together, being on one accord with your diets and finding time to exercise with that. Guess what? At some point, you're going to have kids. And that's a whole nother <laughs> explosion of trying to manage time and find time for yourself. Because we know that kids are very demanding. You have to be very hands-on with kids. I always say that when you're a mom, your, your job never stops. You're working 24-7. So just give yourself some grace for the season of life that you're in. If you're lacking somewhere, that's fine. At some point, you're going to be able to work out time. You're going to get back realigned. And those things, it's okay if you're not there 100% there yet. What's not okay, I will say, is, I mean, now, if you're happy, if you're happy with the way you look, happy the way, um, with the way that your life is, if you're content, that's fine. But it's never okay to me to be in a place where you're not trying to grow anymore. That's where we have some cause for alarm. Stagnation is not the move. Um, but if you're consistently pushing and moving and striving and working and doing what's necessary to get to that point, that's okay. Give yourself some grace if you're not there yet. Um, I had to learn that um, I have found myself to be much happier when I realized that it's okay to not be 100% that girl as of yet. You're still that girl, even if you aren't the fittest person in the world or the fittest in your that you've been in your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, I pray that this was a blessing to y'all. Um, follow me if you want to connect with me and dialogue with me. You can always follow me on my social media platforms. Um, my Instagram is at B as in boy, D as in dog, medley, M-E-D-L-E-Y. Um, I also have a makeup page if you wanted to check that out. If you're in the Charlotte area, you need your face beat, girl, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up, girlfriend. I got you. Um, weddings, prom, graduation, we are in that season. Um, my makeup page is at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, Medley, M-E-D-L-E-Y, M-U. You can follow me out there. Um, if you wanted to check out my other podcast that I have with my best friend Dion, it's called at Trying 20, T-R-Y-I-N 20, <laughs> T-W-E-N-T-Y on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all the same way that you guys listen to these, this podcast. Um, and that in that podcast, we're talking about life in our 20-somethings. So yeah. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. I truly do love y'all. And I'm very appreciative for all the support that um, I have had in this journey of podcasting. Can't believe we're here. But I'm so grateful and honored to be here. So yeah, y'all have a great week. Bye.